Welcome back to Unmarvelous, a podcast about two millennials watching the Marvel movies for the very first time. I'm Graham. I'm Amy. And today, we watch Thor, the Dark One. The Dark World, I think. Oh, that one, the Dark World. <laughs> the one with the Dark World in it. Well, well should, how do we start? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, It seemed like last time, we're getting to the point where it doesn't really matter like what we thought or what we think is going to happen. We just kind of strap in and go for the bumpy ride. Unless you have any other ideas. Mm, not really. I think we could jump, just just jump into it. Go on, get. Anyway, whenever you're Talking is difficult. Let's just jump on into it. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead and take her away. Okay. Odin talks about dark elves, particularly one named Malekith. And then it talks about how Aether is an ancient force of destruction. Asgard folks fought against the dark elves, zapped them with lightning rods and stuff. Zapped them with what? Lightning rods and stuff. Lightning rods. Gotcha. Okay. Malekith unleashes the Aether, and then Malekith was vanquished. But the Aether's power was too great to destroy, so they tried to, like, bury it in the ground. Which reminded me of, like, when a kid gets in trouble for something and they just, like, try to bury it or something. Have you ever tried to do that? No, not at all. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like you stole something and you just buried the evidence? Yeah. No, no, I've never done that. <laughs> I guess I haven't either. There, did I ever tell you the story, though, of when I got in a lot of trouble when I was in, like, third grade? So... When I was in third grade, during Christmas time, which, by the way, listeners, we're filming this right around Christmas. Today is Christmas Eve, but it's probably going to be, like, February when this is aired. When we were, when I was in third grade, I, we were making gingerbread houses, and so, like, they had all this candy and stuff set out, and there was a very strict rule that you only take the candy and you only put it on your house. You can't just, like, take candy for yourself. And I was like... I'm just going to do it, but I'm going to, like, fucking hide it so nobody's going to see because I'm smart. I'm not going to, like, be an idiot about it and show people that I'm stealing this licorice. Mm -hmm. So I I took, like, this was, like, the licorice that was just really, really long. And so I had, like, a foot of licorice that I stole. (laughs) I wound up and I put it in my pocket. And we were doing, um, they were centers. So, like, you, like, got to be in a center for that activity. And then when you're done, you had to take your name out of the... Right. Like the location, so you so that somebody else could be in that center. I know about centers. Yeah, those were all the all the rage the in rage. the early nineties. And as I was doing that, I was behind this sheet and I was like, Yeah, this would be a great time to have a bite of licorice that I've stolen. I'm gonna partake of my bounty that I have I have stolen. I pulled it out and right when I pulled it out, like the meanest teacher turned her head and was like, ah, Graham! Um, and I got caught and I had to stay in from recess. And I only remember that during recess, then I got with the nice teacher and I had to write, uh, an apology to the mean teacher. And I just remember that my apology was something along the lines of, I'm sorry, Mrs. I'm going to call him Schwarzenheimer. I'm sorry, Mrs. Schwarzenheimer. And I promise to never, ever, ever, ever eat candy ever again. Did you keep that promise? No, I didn't. Because oh. then even the other teacher, I remember her going, "Oh no, oh Graham, no, that's not that's not the the it's <laughs> not the point of this punishment." <laughs> and I got to keep the candy, and then I cried, and then I just went out for recess. And, uh. Yeah. So I never tried to bury anything. Although I had a friend that tried to bury those gold Pokemon cards in his backyard because uh-huh. he, he was afraid somebody would steal them. Right. And then he forgot where he buried them. I just remember thinking about burying things a lot. Like, I took one of my friends, she had, like, six little stuffed cats, and I thought they were so cute, and so (laughs) I took one from her when I was, like, in kindergarten. I remember thinking about burying it, but I didn't. I just, like, snuck it in my pocket the next time I went over there and just, like... Hit it, slid it back? Yeah, slid it back. 
That's the greatest adventure. <laughs> yeah, the cat just wanted on an adventure. It was fine. That's funny. One more thing about, before you continue. So one of my biggest complaints about this movie, and I'll just get it out of the way right now. During the beginning, when Mally was fighting everybody, and there's zipping, zappings, and zoomings, and whatever, it seemed like, to me, the designers were like, well, what if we do something really original, like smushing together Lord of the Rings and Star Wars? And it didn't really work for me, because they kept switching back and forth, and it wasn't quite consistent, but you really saw it during this opening bit. Yeah. At least that's that was my... No, I, I got it. that vibe, too. Yeah, because it reminded me a lot of the beginning of the first Lord of the Rings when they're all fighting, and it's just like that giant battle sequence. The only difference is that they sometimes had laser guns. And I don't know why you wouldn't use a laser gun if the alternative was not a laser gun. Right. It seems kind of like bad planning on, on their part. Anyway, so what's what happened next with Mally? What I have next is Loki in chains talks to Odin. Loki keeps saying he needs the throne. Odin guilt trips him, then says Loki's heading to the dungeon. Loki is jealous of Thor, who will be king. But really quick, he did say in their exchange, Loki made the comment, he said something like, what, I will be in chains rotting away in the dungeons while Thor is king? He had a swanky-ass dungeon cell. Yeah. Like, he was not suffering. True. Like, (laughs) that was a pretty good alternative. Not too to bad. literally being chained and rotting away. Yeah. We're at Vanaheim. Xena and Gimli are fighting <laughs> folks. Explosions. Mjolnir. How do you say the hammer? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. <laughs> Thor smacks it on the ground and it zaps folks. A loud groan. An orc or something wakes up or walks up. Is that the rock dude? I don't know. I think he was made out of rocks. <laughs> Thor hits him with. I'm just going to say the hammer. No, come on. You got it. I believe Mjolnir. in you. Mjolnir. 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 And then folks bow down to him. So Thor is winning peace across the nine realms or whatever. I guess he does that by hitting people with his hammer. I mean, what better way to bring peace to third world countries than by force? I mean, ain't that just the way? It seems to have been working very well for imperialists. Yeah. Asgard. Odin's got a crow telling him some gossip. <laughs> I think that's actually a thing, though. I think it is. Like, the crows all learn about stuff, and then they tell Odin what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real thing. I think you're right. A real thing in mythology. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so not a real thing, but a, a canon thing, I guess. Yeah. Odin says he is bred. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're talking about how he brought... Thor brought peace to all the realms by his hammer, and Thor's like, oh, it couldn't have done it without you, father. And he's like, oh, you think I must be a piece of bread that needs buttering? (laughs) That was the comment. Okay. I still don't get the metaphor, I guess. I think it's like, if you're going to butter somebody up, you're like, you're brown-nosing them. Mm. Odin brings up Jane, who I forgot to care about. (laughs) It even seems like the movie doesn't really care about her. <laughs> Not really. Like, Thor washes his forearms. <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of poked fun at that while we were watching it. Yeah. It's just like he just doesn't have a shirt on. And he's just like washing his arms in a basin. Yeah, with his pants on. Yeah. It's like he didn't want to get his shirt wet. Well, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it, though. There's no other point in the movie that you get to see Thor shirtless. That's true. And so they needed that scene. Yeah, and Chrissy H worked real hard on his washboard abs. I'm sure he did. And they got to show that at least once. That's written in his contract. I'm sure people really care about that. You, they probably, they probably are. Yeah, I'm not really joking. Now, now Heimdall. <laughs> I wish he would have washed his forearms. Oh yeah, this. for sure. Now there's a banquet of some kind. One guy drinks and people laugh. Drinking is funny. Thor talks to Xena, we think, who is actually Sif. Yeah, Sif. But I think I just keep calling her Xena because that's much easier. Yeah, because I feel like at this point, Thor was trying to set, or Odin was trying to get Thor and Sif to be a thing. Yeah. Which, have you ever had like a parent or an older person do that? They're like, hey, they're they're not too bad looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened to you? Luckily, I don't think so. That's happened a few times, and I've always been like, all right. 
No, thank no, you. Because, <laughs> like, they, I don't know. They, it's like they mean well, I but guess. they only see it from, like, one perspective, you know? And, like, in high school, it would have been, like, the girl that, like, you just didn't, you had nothing in common with, you know? Yeah. Now, London. Jane is there with that actor we like. Do we know, what's that oh, guy's name? Oh, Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. We like that guy. He was on IT Crowd? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nora shows up. She says technology is malfunctioning, and then she leaves. Jane can't decide what she wants to eat, but says sea bass a billion times. I didn't get that. She just kept saying sea bass. I think it was like, he's like, I think I'm going to have the sea bass. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she's not paying attention. She's just, like, repeating something. Okay. It was just really Yeah, this movie doesn't make good choices. Okay. And then Jane finds Nora. And Nora, if you didn't listen to our last episode about Thor, it's that person who plays Nora on Nick and Nora. I don't remember her name in the movie. Darcy, maybe? I think it's Darcy, yeah. Darcy. So Nora is Darcy for anyone who can't follow my notes. Hey, 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 hey. Don't don't tell people. They can dig in the back catalog. Oh, yeah. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, please feel free to check out our first episode on the first Thor. Yeah, see, that's episode. what they would do in the comic books. They'd be like, they'd reference something and they'd be like, asterisk, check out episode blah, blah, blah. Check out episode, what would it be, like three or four? Uh, check out the last Thor episode. Yes, do that. The intern acts as a GPS. So Darcy slash Nora gets an intern. That, that's supposed to be funny, I guess. The intern character, as a character, I didn't understand why he was there. Wasn't necessary. Like, if you didn't have him in there, nothing would have changed. Unless, the only thing I can think of is maybe he's, a, like, a character. Like, later on we find out he's... Yeah, he might come in later. I don't know. Because he did a thing that in the end of the movie that I was like, that could have been really smart bait and switch, or it could have just been, I'll, I'll get to it. When you get there, I'll, I'll put a pin in that. Okay. Reporter at Stonehenge, streaker with technology is there. It's Dr. Selvig. The human Norseman. The intern's name is Ian. Nora says astrophysicists should know how to change their ringtone. I have some thoughts on this. <laughs> I have some thoughts on this. Just because you're really good at one thing doesn't mean that you should know everything about everything. That kind of crap really bothers me. Or, it, or like, if you're good in one field, then you should literally know every single thing about that field. Right. Like, what does astrophysics have to do with... Cell phone technology mm -hmm. from, what, 2012 or something? Something like that, yeah. If anything, it would make more sense that she wouldn't know how to do that because she's doing astrophysics. Exactly. I had some opinions about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just reminds <laughs> me of, like, what I was saying is I, st I have a master's in theater, and, like, everybody always assumes that I know literally everything there is to know about Shakespeare. Of and course. if I don't, then it's like, what's oh, a theater guy? Does not know nothing about Shakespeare? Uh -huh. It's like, I don't, I didn't do Shakespeare. I didn't, I don't care about Shakespeare. I hate, I hate when we have to do like Trivial Pursuit or something. And then it's like, there's the Shakespeare question that looks at right. me and I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like one of my bachelors was in um, studio art and graphic design, which means that I mostly made art, right? Like, I had maybe an art history class once. Yeah. But I'm supposed to know all of the paintings and drawings that former artists, like, famous artists have done. I don't. I you just mean you know don't how, know when Rembrandt did this one I painting? I just know how visual elements go together and hope that I can do that myself. <laughs> well, that just seems like a waste of college money. I mean, maybe... Maybe. <laughs> should we go back to Thor? I mean, do you want to? Uh, it's our podcast. <laughs> I guess we should. Some kids showed... Oh, some kids show Jane and company a floating truck. A kid throws a bottle down a set of stairs and it comes through the top. It's a portal kind of thing. Nora brings up New Mexico and Natalie Portman's stoked about Thor possibilities. Intern throws yeah, the car... That, that warm hole. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. See the first Thor episode. <laughs> Check out episode... I think it's four, maybe. Is I think four it is. Thor? Four Thor? Yeah, because it was Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man, Thor. Check out episode four. 
So anyway, Thor's wormhole. (laughs) (laughs) Intern throws the car keys in the portal, but it doesn't come back. Stupid interns, am I right? Jane gets pulled into another realm or something. She finds some of that ether stuff. It doesn't seem to like her. She falls. Yeah, I thought they were going to bury that. I mean, (laughs) I think they buried it. They just maybe didn't do a good job, just like a child would have done. It just seems like they're gods. They should be able to bury something with a little bit of finesse. Well, they're elves, right? Well, the elves didn't bury it. That was Asgard buried it. Yeah, because all the elves died. Oh. Except for Mally and the other one. Okay. Malekith awakens. His braids are nice. (laughs) He says the Convergence returns. Thor talks to Heimdall. They talk about the Convergence. Thor checks in on Jane. He can't see her because she's being wrapped in ether goo. Sorry, I, I, I just realized the Malek guy, he was in, I was like, I, it's one of those things where you see him and you're like, he looks really familiar, but I can't place him. I just figured out where he's from. He was in um, the first 28 Days Later. Yeah, he was, uh, I mean, he wasn't like a big major character. Oh, okay. That was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just looked like huh. Nosferatu, kind of. Yeah. Like a Dollar General Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Count Orlock, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. Jane gets mad that Nora was worried about her and called the police. Nora says she was gone for five hours. Also, it's raining, but not in their circle. (laughs) Hot Stuff McGee appears. Jane slaps him. Hot Stuff McGee is Thor. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. I was either him or Heimdall. I mean, that'd be the real Hot Stuff McGee, but... Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, what do I know? Well, who is hotter? Heimdall, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jane is mad that Thor had responsibilities and brought up that he was in New York. They almost smooch, but Nora interrupts. The police touch Jane and she explodes. Like physically, not... Not like a not, white lady? <laughs> <laughs> not like a Karen. Thor transports Jane to Asgard. She meets Heimdall. And we go to Sfars... Svartalfheim. 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 Just put a different emphasis on it next time. Svartalfheim. I think it's Svartalheim. Svartalheim. There's an F in it, according to my notes. Yeah, I, I just Svartalfheim. I think it's just Svartalheim. Svartalfheim. It's like raspberry. You don't say the. You don't say it raspberry. I'm going to. Anyway, that place. Yes. Malekith is mad about Asgard. He wants to get control of the ether again. Yeah. Well, yeah, because of the beginning battle, apparently when all the nine realms align, he can shoot his ether through it all. It sounds really weird when you have to repeat it back. <laughs> and so then, <laughs> like, the ether is the only thing that can do it. And then he lost his chance because the worlds don't align for, it takes a bit. For them to get into alignment. Okay. That's why he needed the ether. Okay. Some women play with holographic sand. Woman says there's too much energy in Jane. Odin delivers some sass. Maybe Jane needs an exorcism. Odin gives some history on dark elves. Ether finds host bodies. Odin says the dark elves are dead and they don't know how to get the ether out of Jane. Malekith stabs an elf, and gives him a hot rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, because he, like, he stabs him, and then in the wound hole, he shoves the hot rock. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Loki argues with Frigga and says, you're not my mom. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just like an angsty teenager. You're not my mom. He tries to touch her, but she disappears. Yeah, how does it feel, Loki? Yeah. How does it feel, To have that on your end. Thor explains to Jane that when the planets align, it's called the Convergence. They kiss, so I guess they're doing some convergence of their own. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I try, I try. Jane meets Frigga. The red masked guy pulls the hot stone out and becomes a magmar. (laughs) 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 
I, I, it's just like every episode, something happens, and it's all, you, all, there's always a Pokemon <laughs> like reference somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, the effects from this one looked similar to the ones from the last that's one, true, like that's the lava e kind of weird hot goo stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. We point out that the red masked guy looks a lot like Predator, so I'm going to call him Predator. Predator and Loki look at each other longingly. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, because, like, the, so the Predator guy, he's trying to cause a distraction, right, or a diversion. So, like, he's freeing all of the prisoners except Loki. He just, like, walks up to him, and they just kind of, like, sup. Ah, uh, okay. Thor heads to the prisons by zooming on Mjolnir. <laughs> I'm never going to get it right. You know, like, five and six-year-olds are watching this movie, and they're saying everything just perfectly. And here I am, like, Mjolnir. Mjolnir? The hammer. Thor punches some folks. Odin calls what's happening at the prison a skirmish. Heimdall runs down Rainbow Road and jumps onto an invisible aircraft. He took the ship down. Heimdall is so cute. More aircrafts are heading to Asgard and some aircraft pew-pew-pews. Heimdall makes a gyroscope spin, so there's like a fun protective barrier around Asgard. Hey, research department. Uh Uh-huh. That's me. Which came out first? The Half-Blood second or this movie? Because that barrier thing looked a lot like the second... Oh, sorry, the Deathly Hollows. the The second deaths. Beep up boop boop beep boop boop I'll make my own sounds this time. Beep up boop boop boop. Beep up boop boop. Beep up beep beep up boop boop beep beep up boop boop beep. Part two, you say? Part two. Beep up boop boop boop. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two came out in 2011. This movie came out in 2013. Okay, I was gonna say because that that force field looked really similar to me, except it was like. Thor's was gold. Right. I see what you're saying. Predator hits the gyroscope so the shield dissipates. Aircraft crashes into Asgard and some dark elves come out and fight the Asgard folks. They throw some orb grenade things. It's like they're orbs. And they throw them and it's like a portal or something. Yeah, there was a lot of this movie that, like, there were powers that were not explained very well. Yeah. I mean, visually, it was kind of neat, but I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Malekith talks to Frigga, but Frigga shows her stuff. Oh, no. Predator's got Frigga. Malekith wants Jane to give back the ether. Oh, snap. She's just a hologram. I also just like how he's like, give back the ether. And she's clearly like, I, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. I, I would give it back if I could. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't know how, though. <laughs> This is where I wrote Predator Kills Frigga. Mm-hmm. Malekith gets lightning to the face via Mjolnir. Mjolnir. <laughs> Mjolnir. <laughs> Thor is sad. Odin is sad. Jane is concerned. Viking funeral for Frigga. <laughs> Xena is sad. Odin is still sad. Gimli is sad. <laughs> is this supposed to be saddening? We haven't seen much of Frigga. Yeah, I didn't care that she died. Like, I guess it was supposed to be touching, but I'm just like, okay, yeah, that was a person we met, like, one time. Yeah, like, they tried real hard in that five minutes to give her some depth. Mm-hmm. And it was not there. No, it wasn't. I was just like, okay, well, she's gone. Everyone's got glowy orbs. Neat. Oh, that was part of the funeral. Yeah, they're like, uh, uh, what, what, do you, what do you call them? The... the... Paper lanterns. That was the thing. Wow, that took way too long. Loki maybe gets the news about Frigga and then seems mad. Yeah, he's he's upset. I mean, he was he was a naughty boy and he made he made her feelings hurt. Whoopsie. Yeah, he's a dick. I mean, he's old enough to know better. Yeah, he's like what three hundred years old. Is he? I don't know how Asgard age works. Cause Me neither. There's a thing in the beginning when he. Said something to Odin, and he's like, we're 
we're gods. He's like, we're not gods. We die. And he's like, yeah, in 5,000 years. Okay. So, I'm going to see how old he is. Yeah. I mean, he's. I don't know how time works, and I don't know how, like, a racially diverse Norseman would be because he's frosty. So I don't know. Maybe he's even older or he ages. I don't know how age works, man. I mean, I know how age works, but I don't know how his age works. Um, I looked up, I looked things up and the first thing I saw was something about Ragnarok and I know that's a movie coming up. So I'm, since we're trying to avoid spoilers, I just didn't click on anything. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll find out at some point. Do you know what Ragnarok is though? It's like the end of the world, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a big, big ass battle between. It's like the last battle with like the frost giants and Asgard, and it's okay. supposed to usher in like the end of the world. I gotcha. It was just like specifically that movie. Oh yeah, is what got brought up. So good call. Maybe we will find out his age in that movie or something. I don't know. Oh, here's Doctor Selvig trying to explain the nine realms with shoes. Jane studies her arm. What you call magic is what we call science. <laughs> Jane studies her arm, and the ether turns the sky red. Uh-oh, Jane's got black eyes. Dun-dun-dun. Thor wants to take Jane to the Dark World to beat up Malekith. Odin says he's gonna win. Well, he doesn't want to go... Like, he doesn't want her to beat up Malekith. Like, that's not the plan. Yeah. What did I say? You said he wants, wants to, to take, take her Jane there. to the Dark World to beat up... Well, Yeah. Sorry, the way what, you said that, I what, was like... Yeah, yeah. It's not great. It's not written the best. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm also but, trying to watch a movie. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I was time. just like, wait, I don't think that's yeah. how that happened. So he wants to take Jane to that world instead of, like, letting yeah. them come to him. But Odin wants them to come to him or something. Yeah, well, like I think that. it's like... And I think Thor's big plan is that the moment he starts taking the ether, he'll be so distracted then he can like give him one good Mjolnir hit to the head one good Mjolnir <laughs> <laughs> side note our cat Jackson Ross just came in and he's sitting on Graham and it's super cute yeah he's been he, the last couple podcasts he's been sitting he's been my been my bro he loves podcasting so much even when his eyes are so so drippy yeah he had to go to the vet the other day he has really bad allergies and his eyes are drippy, but it's not, it's not, like, doesn't smell, and it's not green, so the doc's like, it's probably okay. Yeah. He's um, also obese, we found out. Well, on a scale you can't from, win them all. On a scale from one to ten, they're, like, one being, like, dr- like, the opposite of morbidly obese, and then ten being morbidly obese, where five is, like, the best, because our other cat got a five. Jack, Jack got a nine. But he's so cute. He's so cute. The thing is, he's not, he's not even, like, he's not, like, one of those chonky boys that you'd see on the internet. That, yeah, he's not a super chonk. Yeah, yeah, He's He's just, like, overweight, but he's not. Yeah. I wonder if he knows that we're talking about him, because he's kind of giving me a glare right now. Good, anyway. <laughs> good, because then maybe he'll lose some maybe, weight. Maybe. Maybe. Hashtag cat shaming. Hashtag Jack's weight loss journey. <laughs> 2K20. Nora sees that Eric was streaking. She looks uncomfortable. Thor visits Loki. Loki ain't doing so hot. Looks like he should be in an emo band. Thor and Loki team up. Loki turns both of them into different people. Kind of amusing. My frosty romance. My chemical frosties. Fallout frost. Surely there's gotta be a good one. Some frosty one. (laughs) Dash cold confessional. Someone help us out. Yeah, with yeah. This. There's got to be. What would Loki's there's, emo band be? There's got to be a good pun in here somewhere. We're just not coming up with it. Uh, you keep going, and I might. Okay. Break out later here. Okay. And, okay. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Thor handcuffed Loki. Xena saves Jane. Jane hits Loki and says, "That was for New York." So they keep like making throwbacks to the Avengers. Gimli threatens Loki and then spins his axe. Thor boops some buttons. He <laughs> wants to fly the ship. Gimli keeps Asgard's from getting to the ship. They get the ship off the ground. Jane falls down, says she's okay. Some pod racing with the ship. Pew pews. Loki is a pain in the butt, so Thor throws him out of the ship. Thor jumps out with Jane, and they land on another pod racer. 
Loki steers. This was kind of the point that I was like, whoa, not only does this movie remind me of a Lord of the Rings Star Wars hybrid, it also reminds me of a Final Fantasy. Yes. Because a lot of Final Fantasy games tend to have weird ships that fly. And that really reminded me of a flying ship. Pick a franchise. (laughs) Preferably your own, but eh. Malekith is taking a rest. He wakes up and this is, okay, here's what I have. Wakes up and SS Asgard is meaningless. Is that a typo? Malekith is taken a rest, wakes up, and SS Asgard is meaningless. I have no idea what that means. SS very easily could have been a typo, but I can't figure out what it was supposed to say. Hmm. I, I don't know. Can anyone figure that out? Let, let us know. Unless you were talking about a ship, because like SS Asgard, but I don't feel like you'd make that joke. I wouldn't. I would make that, that joke. That doesn't sound like a joke I would make. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Keep going. Maybe we'll, okay, maybe we'll come yeah. to this. Yeah. He's got a two-faced thing going on. Thor and Loki argue. Nora and the intern go to visit Dr. Selvig. Dr. Selvig's stuff is beeping. There's birds in the sky. The birds went through a portal. They came up through the ground. My worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Jane's got dark eyes and says Malekith. Predator and Malekith walkin. Just want to note again how nice Malekith's braids are. He's <laughs> <laughs> got nice braids. Yeah. And hardly any flyaways or anything. I don't know what that means. The it's like the little wispies that like aren't braided. Like when you do a braid and then there's some hairs that don't end up getting braided because <laughs> Just looking at me like I'm, <laughs> like I'm nuts. Um, how do you explain it? Yeah, please explain to me braiding to a bald man. Let me Google it to make sure I'm even talking about the right <laughs> thing because I also have short hair and haven't braided my hair in a billion years. What'd you call them? Flyaways. Okay, okay. Uh, it's like when, yeah, see this picture <laughs> that the listeners can't see? It just looks like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Um, I don't know how to explain it I mean, it kind of makes sense It's like bedhead It's just the stuff that you can't tie back very well Because it's so short and like wispy Anyway Loki pushes Thor down a hill Loki chops Thor's hand off Oh no Loki gifts Jane to Malekith Malekith raises Jane up And performs the exorcism To get the ether goo out of her very haunting in Connecticut-esque. Oh, yeah, it was. This was part of their plan. Loki's still on Thor's side. I feel like you need to give me something. Sorry, sorry, because sorry. Because I feel like I've been talking a lot. Sorry, I keep thinking of emo bands. Yeah. No, that was the moment when Loki did his trickster magic, and he actually didn't chop his arm off. It just looked like he chopped his arm off. Yeah. but I, was I still don't understand his magic. Right. I was looking forward to a Thor with a robo hand. Oh, like Star Wars? Either like Star Wars or like Harry Potter. Um, Mad-Eye? Pettigrew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens next? Little red gems floating around and jumping into Malekith. His eyes are gold. Was that a change? I don't know. Because I don't remember them. I don't either. I mean, again... His hair was so nice, I wasn't really paying attention. His hair was so nice. I wasn't really paying attention to his eyes. Heimdall, on the other hand, his eyes were gorgeous. Yes. Like, that's what I noticed first, besides his dumbass hat. Right. Is his beautiful eyes. His beautiful, beautiful eyes and his dumb, dumb hat. Thor hits some folks with his hammer. Loki shoves Thor out of the way. Starts getting sucked into an orb, but Thor saves him. Predator takes a big rock and throws it at Thor. Thor tries to get the hammer, but Predator pushes it away. Loki's taken down some baddies. Predator is pounding on Thor like Ralphie in a Christmas story. Is this when... Sorry, that was a good joke. I just... I've just never... I don't like that movie. But, um... You fucking... That's what he's just like. like the, I've, I've, I've only seen that movie like once or twice. You just like... I think he's supposed to be, like, cursing, but the kid who's, 
like he's not actually cursing though. He's just like you freaking freaking digging freaking digging. Oh. He just keeps hitting the kid over and over again. Hitting Scott Farkas or whatever his name is. <laughs> Farkas. Farkas? Farkas? Scott Farkas? Scott Farkas? <laughs> yeah. Say- He's got yellow eyes. That's all I remember. Hold on. I'll his name is Scott Farkas? Scott Farkas. I'm looking at that. S-C-U-T or S-C-U-T-T? Scott? Yeah. S-C-U-T. Not Scott. 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 Who would name their kid Scott? I think they named him Scott, but they call him Scott because he's the worst. Scott Scott Farkas is the main antagonist of the 1983 classic family film, A Christmas Story. Thanks, Wikipedia. Scott. Scott Farkas. He's got yellow eyes. <laughs> Scott has yellow eyes? Yeah, that was part jaundice? of the movie. You said you've seen this a million times, right? No. I mean, it. so when we go home... Or when I used to go home, it, like they, it'd be on TNT and they do like the twenty-four hour thing, and I'd always catch like bits and pieces of it, and I never watched it as a kid, and so like I saw it as an adult, and like I was just like, wow, there are parts of this that are pretty racist, oh, and, yeah. I, and I don't really find that like I don't find it that funny. I mean, it's kind of like you you didn't really watch the Goonies until you were an adult, right? And you didn't really think it's that funny. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. But I don't remember. I mean, the only thing I really remember about that movie is like. He, his mom put, like, a bunch of winter clothes on him, and he couldn't move. Yeah. And then the kid, or one kid got his tongue stuck to a pole. Yeah. And then, like, a kid had his soap in his mouth, and then, the like, when he left, like, the mom licked the soap to see what it tasted like or something. Yeah. That's the only things I remember about that movie. That's all that really needs remembering, I guess. You got the main bits down. Scut is stupid. Scut. Were you going to say something before I started? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. All right. If it's important, it'll come back. Okay. Predator stabs him, but he got orb-grenaded. Loki's dying, says he's sorry. Loki dies. Thor screams, as all men grieving do. No! No! That's how men grieve. I lost my job. No! <laughs> Jane is concerned. Now there's a slow tornado. The worst kind of tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Wait, where was the slow tornado? I don't know. It was like a big whirlwind of dust. Was this... <laughs> <laughs> was this, like, while they... Like, in the same spot where Loki died? I don't remember it that well. Or was that in Greenwich? I don't know. All right, well, keep going. I can't remember things about movies. We saw this one, like, last night, too. Yeah, and I still... its This is hard. This is difficult for me. Thor and Jane find a cave. Jane says... <laughs> what was that? They, well, it's like, you know, like, make out point. Oh, yeah. It's like man. they found a cave to neck. Oh, man. To go necking? To figure out that warm... (laughs) 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 Oh, no. Now I'm on the warm hole. (laughs) (laughs) Jane says Malekith is going to destroy everything. Jane's cell phone went off. It's that guy we like. What's his name again? (laughs) Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. That guy, you know that guy we like. Um, Jane finds the keys the intern dropped earlier. They head down to Earth through the portal. Yeah, that was not Chekhov's gun, but like that was a little too on the nose for me. Mm. It's like they, out of all the caves and all of the places on this spooky planet, they found the one cave that took them back to where they needed to go, exactly where they needed to go. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Campbell would be sighing in his grave. Like, I guess that's what it kind of meant, but he didn't do it very well. Jane meets up with Nora, Eric, and the intern. Odin gets the word about Loki. Dr. Selvig comes up with a plan in Green... Greenwich. Gren... Greenwich? Yeah, I think it's pronounced Greenwich. Greenwich. It looks like Greenwich. Yeah. A ship comes down as Nora and Intern try to set up the little stick things. Mass chaos. Dogs and plat cats playing together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Malekith comes down an elevator. Thor greets him. 
they fight. Natalie Portman does some stuff with gravitational forces. Malekith and Thor are tumbling. They fall through some portals. I thought this was kind of funny because Mjolnir wasn't with him at this point. And, like, every time he'd fall through a portal, Mjolnir was still, like, going back to Thor. And so every time he'd fall through a portal, the hammer would, like, zoom straight up because it's, like, going, it's taking the fastest route to go to him, you know? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't know there's a portal there. Yeah. And I was just like, that's kind of funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. There were some, there were some giggles. Still fighting. Ian throws a car on top of some elves. Okay, so that, take the pin out. That's the part where I'm like, because in the very beginning, when they met the kids, the kid moved the car to like show that like, whoa, there's something weird going on here. And then he moved the car. So my question is, was that just the same thing that happened? Or was that like a bait and switch that maybe he actually is a superhero, but we just don't know it? And they just use that because the audience would just expect like, oh yeah, there's like all these weird portals and things here. And he just I moved the car. I gotcha. I gotcha. Maybe. Because he was like holding on to the, because it wasn't like he, he flipped it. Like he was holding on to the, the front grill too. Mm-hmm. So hmm. I was just like, I, when I saw that, I was like, I don't know what they're planning here. Wow. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, which is very likely. Something to consider. Nora and the intern are smooching. Because nothing makes my warm <laughs> hole quite like. Oh, no. Chaos. Please, please no. <laughs> Thor takes the underground. Mind the gap. Malekith is harnessing the ether, I guess. It's kind of glittery. Eric says the convergence is at its peak. Thor takes the giant knitting needles and gets into the ether storm. Oh, yeah. He's like javelining. He's about to. Thor throws one of the needles and it transports his hands. Only a flesh wound. Yeah, so he, well, he, like, sliced his hand off. He, Thor sliced Malekith's hand off. Yeah. And then that, that was a, yeah, his hand then went to a portal. Okay. Thor gets the elf with Mjolnir. (laughs) (laughs) Mjolnir. (laughs) Each time I get less and less confident. Yeah. Jane and Thor are about to get crushed with the ship. It goes through a portal instead, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It was it reminded me a lot of so one of the biggest complaints with Alien or Prome- Prometheus was like at the very end when the ship was like falling towards them, they were literally just running away in a straight line instead of just like going in one left or right direction and not getting hit by this giant plane. Mm-hmm. Um I was like it's kind of the same thing. Jane, Eric, Nora and the intern are eating breakfast. Oh wait, you should have said that Malik is dead. The ship fell on him. Wow, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. So after he javelined him in the tummy, and then some, I can't I think Mjolnir backfired or like it hit him with some magic. And then when the ship was falling on him, they got a portal in there like in the last second. Okay. And so the ship kept falling though, and it fell directly on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's gone. Yeah. Cool. Or so we think. Or so we think. Now they're eating breakfast. Thor has apparently left. Thor and Odin are working things out. Thor says he doesn't want to be a king. Odin says, dang, my son's messed up my legacy. Odin then tells Thor to follow his heart, basically, I guess. Oh, snap, Odin is Loki. I called that. You did. Well, (coughs) that's all I got. Okay, so I will go first. I really wanted to like this movie. I was on board with this movie for a while. But like I said, I, I feel like it, it switched back and forth between like a lot of these different fantasy franchises, and it didn't really land that well for me. And I think one of the big things with these Marvel movies so far, and it, you know, it's probably the same with, with comics, but I don't read the comics enough anymore to really have that much of a understanding of them. But like, I don't care about a lot of the villains in other movies. Like, this movie kind of made sense villain-wise because it's extraterrestrial and it's kind of big and and spooky. But, like, it makes me think, like, Iron Man 3, who cares about the Mandarin? Like, once you have these villains that are, like, beyond belief, it makes anything less than that seem kind of redundant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. That's just one thing I kept thinking of, like, why why did it even matter with the Mandarin? I mean, did it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not really. I don't know. 
overall, like it wasn't that great. I mean, it was it was. I always keep. I always kind of think with these movies because I feel like I give a lot of them the same score. I the thing that I keep thinking is like, would I watch it more than once? And I think that would be an indicator of a good movie. I would probably watch Captain America again. Okay. I would probably watch Iron Man one again. Okay. I would not watch this one again. Fair. I I'll give it a five. Okay. What about you? I'm kind of on the same page with you in that with all these fantasy sci-fi elements, I felt like I should like it more than I did. It seemed like it should be a movie that was like right up my alley. And <laughs> it just wasn't. I don't know. I'm I'm trying so hard. <laughs> you sure are. Because you don't want to make a podcast where you're just, like, narking on shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's not necessarily what we're doing. Well, okay, but, but I mean, so like, far, I, I don't know. Well, so, I mean, what were some things about it that you really liked? Because, I mean, do you think this was, like, the worst one we've seen? No, and I think kind of, I think I said this kind of earlier, but a lot of the visual stuff was kind of cool. And... This one didn't feel slow like some of the movies have felt Yeah, before. that's true. That's a good point. I think it went pretty quickly. Because like Avengers, the first one seemed kind of long. So long. Whereas this one kind of tied like everything it, it, up yeah. in a good amount of time. It knew, it, it knew to not overstay its welcome. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what would you rate it then? I. Let me ask you this. Would you rewatch it? Probably not. What would you rate it? I would probably give it a five too. Like these movies, I'm I'm not even saying I hate these movies. They're just kind of there right now for me. Aside from Iron Man three, I kind of liked, I guess. Well, and I think one of the things that I really like about the Marvel movies is, you know, with superhero movies, they're inherently reliant on spectacle. Yeah. Just for what they are. Right. And I think what what Marvel does when it does it well is it blends just really good storytelling and comedy and all of the other things into that pot at the same time. But I think specifically the comedic element. Because I think that was one of the big problems with DC and Marvel movies is like DC movies keep sucking. And I think it's because they're taking themselves way too seriously. Yeah, for and sure. And I think Marvel is really okay with it being funny occasionally. Yeah. And I do think like those are my favorite parts and I think Thor has shown like those are probably by far the funniest movies especially when he's like on earth and he's interacting. Yeah. Because it's always just these weird funny mm-hmm. like misunderstandings. And so I love that. I just wish there was more of that. Me too. Yeah. You look like you're going to fall asleep I'm a on, little the, tired. on the podcast. I'm a little Mike. tired. Like I got I have a sleeping cat on my tummy. You sure do. So cute. All right, well... What's the next movie on the docket? Oh, yeah. Research department. I have no idea this time, actually. I don't either. Usually I I kind of know ahead of time. But Is it... I'm going to guess... I'm going to say Iron either... Iron Man 4. Iron Man right. Um I'm going to guess either Guardians of the Galaxy or Ant-Man? Are we that far along? Because I feel like we're getting close to where there, there's more than just two different movies. Like movie series. We're not quite there yet. Is it Iron Man 4? It is not Iron Man 4. Is there an Iron Man 4? Uh, well, not yet, I don't think. Okay. It is a character we've seen already. Is it a Captain America? It is. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Wow, there are so many things in that title that I don't like. Winter? Winter? <laughs> America? <laughs> America? <laughs> captains? <laughs> you do talk about how much you hate captains. I hate captains so much. Captain Crunch, Captain Mo- Kangaroo. Mostly just winter. Yeah. I have high hopes for this movie because I already know a lot about this movie, actually. Okay, cool. Is that a wrap? I think that's a wrap. <laughs> I think that's a wrap. I... Also, I, an adult male, think that's a wrap. <laughs> let it, let's, <laughs> let us, let us, iceberg, let us wrap it up then. Yep, sounds good to me. Okay. 
Later, nerds. Peace out, homies. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so God, lame. God, you were so tired. I'm so lame. You need a nap. <sighs> Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions or concerns, I guess, then feel free to email us at unmarvelouspodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram at unmarvelouspodcast and Twitter at unmarvelouspod. Also, if you get a chance, please go ahead and rate and comment um, us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. That's a really cool way that we get to know what you guys think, and it also helps um, give us more exposure. So if you get a chance, please go ahead and do that. That helps us out a lot. Yes, thank you. Later, Tater. Bye, bye Taters. By the one person, specifically. Goodbye, Goodbye Tater. Two people. Two potatoes. I do not remember this post scene whatsoever. Okay, well, there were kind of two. Okay. Because there was one that came in, like, after the first couple of things. Oh, that's right. And then there right. was yeah, yeah. one at the very end. So the first one I have is Tanelier and Xena and Gimli meet. They, oh, yeah. Okay. They, Sorry, that I'm. Yep, I know. You don't yep. need to waggle your finger at me. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm. I'm. This is a, a happy waggle. It's a happy <laughs> wag. I mean, do you want to take this one? No, you go for it. This just says they talk about infinity stones, and this one is red and glowy. Yeah, I think that's a Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Okay. That's where. That's why I was like, oh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is coming up next. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sounds like this Tannelier guy is, like, collecting things. Because yeah, he says he, one down, five to go. He seemed a little sketchy. What was the next one? The thing at the very end was Natalie Portman staring at cereal. Thor zooms down, we think. Natalie turns around and smiles. They smooch. The audience feels nothing. Also a giant monster eating crows. Um, giant what? Giant monster eating crows. It was that giant, like, Oh, Star Wars the, the Rancor thing. thing yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, and then there was one last one that was like, Thor will return. No. Yeah. Boo. Boo. I mean, I like the idea of Thor, <laughs> I guess. Do you like Jane? I want to, but I don't. I, I don't. I like, I like Selvig. I think he's cool. He seems all right. Dr. Selvig will return. Well. I think that's it. I think I th- we should just cut our losses and call it a let's day. Just, let's just call it. Thanks for listening, every, every, all you, all you folks. Yeah. It's winter, but keep your holes warm. Keep. <laughs> 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 I got to stop saying that.